What's up, y'all? This is Chubby Behemoth. Uh, another episode coming at you. I uh, think that Sam is in jail. He was arrested for a crime that he did commit. And uh, so no Sam until later this week. Apparently, he's going to be able to record from jail later on uh, this week. But uh, for this uh, episode, I've got Aaron Urist. Oh. Oh. Oh, boy. Hi. So, that, so that's good. Hi, Aaron. Hi. Hi, how are you? Man, I'm good. Uh, I'm, glad that Sam yeah? is in, I'm glad that Sam is in jail, but you know, Absolutely. What be, you know what would be nice is if he were in prison forever. Right. I mean, you know, it's at least he's off the streets. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, the important thing. It would be better to know that he was suffering <laughs> i feel like he was suffering on the streets but not as much as the streets were the streets don't suffer fools oh they suffered due to uh sam being on them yep because you know he was pulverizing curbs tagging you know buildings uh menacing people passing by him on said streets so mm-hmm. It's it's a net good, uh, but we won't be safe for uh, completely until he is ideally. It, well, yeah, I was going to say ideally in an, in the electric chair. Right. Uh, he's he's being extradited to Florida, where where I think they still have the electric chair, or you can. Just, I think so. They they they're old school down there. I think one of their uh, methods of of uh, killing prisoners is just a bunch of dudes stabbing you to death. So. Yeah, that's like an unofficial method, right? It's like or is it like life. a state-sanctioned method? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm saying it's state-sanctioned. There's like oh. twelve people, you know. That instead of assembling a jury of your peers, sometimes you're, you know, you get something in the mail that says, "Hey, you got to come stab somebody a bunch of times in two weeks." Right. So got it. It's like the firing squad where one where they all have blanks except for one guy. Yeah. All the knives are fake, except for one. There's one. <laughs> There's yeah. one real knife in the whole bunch. You know which one is real. upon you. The real one is shiny. And yeah. so well, I feel like there's a little bit less surprise. <laughs> there's, there's less anonymity with the, with the fake knives. That's true. Those prisoners are, are smart. They all go to school and stuff in there. They're all... They're all much better educated than people on the outside. They have multiple degrees. They know which knife is real. Yeah, they got first degree manslaughter. They got second degree human trafficking. Oh, Nathan. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I see. I had some coffee, so I'm raring. And I'm still fasting, so I'm hungry and a little bit angry. Nice. Horn you, ever do, you ever do some intermittent fasting? I, not like, not under the banner of intermittent fasting. I, you know, have poor eating habits sometimes and don't eat for long stretches of time and then <laughs> eat a bunch. Right. So does, it's that, not, does that count? I think it does count. I mean, you don't have to be consciously intermittent fasting in order for it to work how does it what's your what's your what's your sketch 
I don't, I don't really have a strict uh, window that I eat. It's more just I try to not eat for at least like 13, 14 hours because the minimum is 12. Like 12 hours is when your body it starts. Like, oh, it obviously it includes while you're sleeping. I was like, you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God. Stay, staying awake to not eat. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what I thought. I, I don't know what I thought, but it was stupid. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, yeah, no, sleeping, uh, well, if you're not eating while you sleep, then it counts. If you sleep, oh, eat, yeah, yeah, that break, okay. that, that breaks that, the fast. That disqualifies me. <laughs> I'm the sleep eater. I sleep in between two giant pancakes, so. Mm. And then you wake up with a bunch of energy. Mm-hmm. From all the pancake. From all the pancake. Mm. And that syrup. You got a syrup alarm clock every time you I stopped. It. I stopped with the syrup because it was disgusting. Just a new bed every week. Just to sleep in it, it was rough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, intermittent fasting is nice because, uh, yeah, if you can go, if you sleep for 12 hours and then you wake up and you don't eat for a few hours, you're, uh, you're being healthy all of a sudden depressed and healthy yeah you're in the i was gonna say you're like in the middle space of the venn diagram between depressed and intermittent fasting (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure but uh yeah if you if you have uh if you have a small window to eat and uh and you eat whatever you want it can be pretty good you can you can you don't have to feel bad for like shoving it in as long as you don't shove for like 16 hours, 17. This is the type of diet that uh, appeals to me. Yeah, you don't eat, and then you eat a lot. That's oh. the fun part. Nice. Yeah, it's not not bad, but uh, and you can you know you can have coffee uh, during the. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because okay. there's not enough calories. Uh, for it to count, black coffee. Yeah, black coffee. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot you. You and Sam both like uh, you like some cream and some sugar. I don't put sugar in my coffee, but I do like a little bit of cream. I used to. I, I drank it black for years, but oh yeah, I find it's a little bit less uh, acidic. Sure. When you put a little cream, put put a little put a little put a little, a little cream. Put, put, put a little. A little clam, mm-hmm. like yes. in Inglorious Bastards. Some clam, some clam. That's a good movie. Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, I like the scene yeah. at the beginning where they speak French. Lots of French. Yeah. Yeah. We. Oui. Uh, and then later, though, is the clam. Yeah, when they're in the cafe. Yeah. They put the clam. Yeah, he's a creep. Christoph Waltz is a good actor. This is a great podcast. <laughs> it is. We talk about Tarantino every other episode. Is that true? No. Oh, I want to. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel we like both... Sam probably hates Quentin Tarantino. He likes him for the feet. Hates him for the <laughs> movies. Sam too... is in. Sam is in jail for writing threatening letters to Quentin Tarantino. To. to... <laughs> He's in jail for writing a bad review of Inglorious Bastards in Thailand. 
he didn't like Sam didn't like Inglorious Bastards because all the Nazis get killed, and he didn't like Django Unchained because well, he liked Django Unchained because of all the slavery. Yeah. you know, and so they passed like, over him for Quentin Tarantino's role at the end, where he says the N word a billion times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've no, seen we, his we, self tape. We, for the audition. <laughs> we haven't had a bunch of J, uh, of Quentin Quentin talk, but uh, we mostly talk about uh, like time, embarrassing times when you were younger. Like if you got if you got a boner at a weird time, or if you shit your pants. Or if you came too quickly with a girl, these are all uh, these are all ripe topics for our episode. Cool, for a typical episode. Um, so yeah, uh, you... I was having fun talking about uh, Quentin Tarantino, beloved filmmaker, and now I'm scared. <laughs> you can keep talking about him if you want. You know what, Nathan? Some Quentin talk. You derailed it. You were like, usually we talk about coming too fast, but I guess we can do your thing. <laughs> uh, well, have you ever jerked it during a Tarantino film? <laughs> uh, no, no, I haven't. I mean, what, which one would you even jerk it to? Mm, oh, shit. I was going to say... <laughs> Ripe topic. From- from dusk till dawn, uh, there's Salma Hayek does a very sexy table dance. Yep, but she does. I forgot about that movie. That's that a counts. weird one. Count it. Count it. Count that jerk off. Count that wank. Is that what you say after you bust? Count it. <laughs> Count it. Uh, no. Put it on the what board. I Sometimes Megan? I say... Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Nice. That's weird. That's I fun say for board, you. I say board games. I either go Yahtzee or I go sorry. I go Monopoly. <laughs> I am the only one who jizzes. I'm the only one who gets to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, um, the charges against Sam, I guess there's a new charge, uh, public masturbation. Ooh. And that's that's not illegal everywhere, but it should be. It definitely should be. Yeah, some places you can go, you can you can you can jerk it, you know. But I think there's usually a cover charge. You have to pay like ten bucks, and then you can whack it in a park, like Florida or like Montana. Probably not Florida. Oh yeah, Montana. Yeah, nobody's around. You can do anything in Montana. You can drive with beer while jerking it. You can. <laughs> You can give a, a hand job to a beer in a park to uh, a police Mon- officer. Yeah, Mon- <laughs> police officers in Montana is just a tree with a hat on it. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's you can- it's the honor system up there. Not enough people up there to for any real pervs to go go up there and start jerking it. You know, <laughs> but hello, does anybody care? I'm jerking it right now. Hello. Yeah, I, g- I guess it's not dangerous enough. It's sort of the bunny slope of public masturbators. Uh, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're a little nervous, you can go up there. You go start off in Montana. And it's in the pamphlet. Yeah. Work your what, way what, up to the once you're, once New York you're a subway. Little bit, oh, well, yeah, that's... 
<laughs> all eyes are on you. That's yeah. That's the sh- that's big time. Is uh, New York jerking? That's when you know you've made it. If you can jerk it here, you can jerk it anywhere. <laughs> How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Well, you start jerking off in the middle of yep. nowhere in jerk the middle it. of the country. Jerk it, jerk it. That's what Whiplash was about. Was uh, was <laughs> a, a very <laughs> a very demanding public masturbation coach. Yeah, who, who gets whipped again. from drinking that? Again, that's hilarious. Thank you, kid who's obsessed with the masturbation works of Charlie Parker. <laughs> Old school, analog style, jazz. It's sometimes it's the ones that you don't bust. <laughs> Jerking it off off rhythm. It's the notes the, you don't play. The ones and the threes instead of the two and the four. Uh, that's when you're really starting to <laughs> the avant garde jerking. That's right, freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's all over the map. My God, he's a ge- <laughs> he's a genius. You go too <laughs> fast. This guy's a regular Jizzy Gillespie up here. Uh, uh, I used to have I used to have a joke about uh, really really though no. I had a Dizzy Gillespie joke uh, about a, a a woman who was like too into giving me a the rusty trombone and you know great premise right a woman who insists yep. on <laughs> maybe is that premise. That was one of many problems with this joke, but no I one liked... can tell. You know, it's not <laughs> obvious at all. You know, this is yeah, a comedic like, premise. Like, okay, of course, okay. This woman, uh, very into a likely imaginary sex move. I don't know if anybody's ever actually performed the rusty trombone. I don't think so. Probably not, but I, I for the purposes I, of this joke, I had a yeah, I had this ex girlfriend or whatever that gave, wanted to give me the rusty trombone too much, and so I ended the relationship. And I came up with that in order to call her Dizzy Glass Play, and <laughs> it didn't work. It you don't was do not, that bit anymore, huh? No, well, yeah, once I recorded it for Comedy Central, I was like... <laughs> once you sold it to a notable <laughs> Texas comedian. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Have you, have you, have you sold a, a joke or two to other people? Um, no, I've had the opportunity, but my jokes are... Just too smart for other people to do. So you said no, or are you saying you were not a? You didn't end up being approached. They didn't wind up taking them. I've had uh, people be interested in a couple of jokes before, but they didn't wind up buying them. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a that was a weird. This was probably the same time that I went through the possibility of selling jokes, and I ended up selling a joke. Yeah, but, you sold so yeah. clear mustard. No, <laughs> no, I kept doing that for some reason. 
Uh, Were you offered money for clear mustard? I think so. Oh man, now that's think- an embarrassment. <laughs> I think Worthy that was of on this the podcast. Table. Yeah, I think that was, uh, there were a few jokes, and I ended up keeping all but one. Yeah, but that was a weird uh, look behind the curtain, you know, in the the biz, where you find out that some some comics will gladly pay to just buy a joke off of a comic. Like, hey, that was pretty good. What do you say uh, I write you a check? It's a weird, weird weird move, but yeah. But it's not some people. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess some people tour so much or drink so much that they just like they can't do the writing part. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anymore. Like it just shows that. Like. Well. Yeah. Because yeah, if if you get to that point, you wrote some stuff and you were funny, and you are funny. But I think yeah, you get big enough, and then the machine just wants more. Just needs. Just needs it. And more yeah. stuff. Yeah, you need more material than you can write fast enough to be able to tour on a new 45 every year or two. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And, and I guess it makes sense that uh, if you're trying to, to make it, then you can maybe part with a joke or two for a few hundred bucks and then hope that you know you get to that level where all of a sudden you're not writing jokes anymore you're just writing checks right yeah i mean a couple hundred bucks is like maybe not worth it i guess but i mean the prices that some of those comics pay is like pretty hard to say no yeah yeah uh sam and i have talked about how you and me and sam and and christy Bukley all got to go down to texas for a writer's retreat that was a good time i know i was just thinking about that and how much fun it was and how i hope we get how i hope we get to do it again and covid ends (laughs) oh yeah in like 2026 we'll all be able to yeah go down go down to texas hill country Texas, texas hill country you know uh sam and i talked about uh a few aspects of that trip but one thing we didn't talk about is how sam pulled a magic trick slash prank on me i don't know if you remember that uh yeah vaguely kid what what was it again so when we were in paris we hung out with a dude there who did magic since he was a kid it wasn't his, he wasn't a magician by trade, but he was a... a by birthright. Yeah. <laughs> he, was a, he was one of the chosen people. He was more he of a, a sorcerer. He bore the mark. <laughs> but but he, uh, he was, <laughs> he was uh, great <laughs> at it. You know, he was, he was, it was really entertaining when he would do these tricks and... We, you know, the four of us and Chris Voth went down to Texas, like, the next month. You know, it was like a month later. And I think it was the last night that we were down there, he and I were hanging out with a couple other comics. This was because a few comics down there that that I think they used to get together, like, every year. And it's been a few years, but... uh, In Texas. 
Yeah, those the, guys. The Texas guys who came with us. Yeah, they yeah. Uh, they all had hung out, you know, however many times over the years for, for these retreats, but right. it was our first time. The last night, uh, Sam got, uh, you know, Ron White gave him a bottle of tequila, like for his uncle or something. And yeah. he ha- he had like that and some of some other stuff in his hands as we went back to our room, you know, because we were like on that compound. Yeah, you're in the bunkhouse. We had we yeah we we were in the bunkhouse and <laughs> we picked the room uh, with the the smallest beds for some reason. And so yeah, it we, stunk we, in there. I didn't want to stay in there. We wanted a nice narrow bed. Uh, and. As we were going into the the building, uh, Sam dropped the bottle of tequila, I thought. And I just thought, God, what an idiot. You know, it's like one in the morning and now we have to clean up a bunch of glass. I'm going to have to help because Sam doesn't know how to sweep up glass. You know, he'd end up chewing on it if I left him alone. And so uh, I... <laughs> I'm like all disappointed in him, but turns out uh, he had somehow performed an illusion, <laughs> and there was what? no broke. There was no broken bottle. He he learned a trick that involved like a, a sound of fake of glass breaking. I don't even know. What? I don't. He didn't show me because apparently, you know, he he took, swore an oath or something and couldn't reveal his. This feels like a long con here to me. Some smells. I don't know. No, I know. I I know, but it was you know, we went out there and there wasn't any glass. Huh. Okay. What a weird trick to to know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't know what made him. Oh yeah, that. the old uh, fake broken bottle trick. Yep. The old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I I haven't thought about it in a long time or else I would have asked him on the pod like what even was that deal but I'll bet he would he wouldn't want to reveal the, the secret. To... <laughs> a magician never reveals his trick. What yeah. the fuck? That's weird. Yeah. It I don't was like it. it makes me feel <laughs> weird. I remember now you guys talking about it and that's why I didn't remember it is cuz it's so strange. Yeah. Fun esoteric magic trick to to learn. It's a Parisian classic. Oh yeah, they're dropping fake bottles all the time over there. All the time, the old fake bottle. People go nuts for it. You think that there's going to be wine all over the street, and then nope, it was a trick. It's the only reason he got you. You can only get Americans with that. It would never work on a on a Parisian. Yeah, no, they're yeah, they're savvy over there. They're the ones that came up with the word savvy. They're like, let's put two V's in there. Who gives a shit? Two A's, two V's, two Y's. That's weird. That was a fun time, but but a weird magic trick to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he could have done could have done something with the deck of cards, but instead he. I wish she was here to talk about it. I'll have to come yeah. back on and we'll all talk about this. <laughs> That'll yeah. be an interesting episode. That'll be for sure. Yeah, we we haven't had yeah. 
we haven't really had many guests. We had, we we talked to Doug Stanhope for one of our first episodes. Oh well, then I'm I you know I'm the perfect uh, follow up to that. Now well, we we've had Doug and we and then we had Brett Hiker for some reason. Yeah, we wanted to get that, we wanted tracks. to get the New York we wanted to get the New York market. Oh right, when I think of New York, I think of Brett. It's true. Yeah. He's there. Big city Brett. Big city B. Uh, you restrained a guy with a belt one time in front of me because the guy punched me. <laughs> really? Yeah, outside of uh, the Matchbox, which is a bar here in Denver where there was an open mic for a long time. There was a guy who was uh, punching people and getting punched by people. <laughs> Steve AJ knocked a couple of his teeth out in self-defense. Damn. And the guy was screaming that he had nothing left to lose. And me and somebody else were both like, you got a couple more teeth. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And he hit me in the face. And Brett Hiker pulled off his belt and restrained the guy in one fluid motion. It was amazing. <laughs> I like to imagine that Brett was un- undoing his belt to take a whiz against the building and was like, oh, there's trouble. Yeah, it was he was in mid piss, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. He starts jerking it, and he's he like, was "Wait jerking a it! Wait a minute! Somebody is in trouble nearby." I smell danger, <laughs> and not just my own dick. It was uh, it was just a random dude in the Matchbox, right? Not a comic, and not like a dude outside uh, on the streets. It right? was outside, but it was a guy from the Matchbox, not a comic. Yeah, just he some was ang- just like some drunk, angry man. More, more of a more of a fan of magic than comedy. It sounds like probably he 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 gave us the old broken bottle trick. <laughs> then he stabbed you with the and then he stabbed me fake broken bottle. But they weren't. Yeah, they weren't actually there, so I was fine. That's but I thought blood. I was stabbed. <laughs> he got me. You go to the ER and they're like, this is fake blood. Um, you were not stabbed. <laughs> you were stabbed by, by magic and whimsy. First degree whimsy charges were brought. But regardless, uh, Brett Hiker restrained that guy with a belt. And it was pretty he, cool. He saved your life. I wish he would have restrained the guy before he punched you. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it, it was like a drunk punch. Didn't like hurt me. Sure, one of those. I, yeah, I was just fight. trying to get him to leave. I wanted to fight a guy at the Squire once, and he would not fight me. <laughs> nice. He well, yeah, he was. You're, drunk. You got a fighty streak. You want to fight? I. I I've never seen you fight, but <laughs> you talk about it, and you I, get you um, get your blood up. Yeah. Well, yeah, I get angry, and then. Yeah, but I'm not like constantly trying to swing on people. I'm not no, 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 no. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not looking for a fight, but I am always ready to fight. Your mind goes there. You're like, we should fight that guy. Or I wish I could <laughs> beat. Well, this dude at the Squire pissed me off because he was drunk and he was only like half listening, you know, and he beat kept- his ass. Right there. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, end of end of reasons. Uh, I demand full uh, attention. I, I demand 
100% of word retention and uh, no, no, this guy was just like half listening and he was just talking shit randomly at people. And then I was on stage and I tried to tell a joke about how I made up a sex move called The Stranger. It's for the literary set, you know, and it's where you sit on your hand until it goes numb and then you shoot a guy in French Algiers. And it's a great uh, joke for the dive bar scene. If you get it, then it's pretty good. But yeah, it, yeah, Squire on Colfax, not the best venue. But this guy, uh, as soon as he heard me say that I invented the stranger and it's where you sit on your hand until it goes numb, he started yelling about how I was full of shit and I did not invent that move. (laughs) (laughs) His grandfather invented that move in 1910 or whatever the fuck, you know? So he like, you know, fucked up the second part, like the good part, the, the, the part that is mine. (laughs) And so I got real mad at him. And I, after my set, I, I went up to him at the bar and was like, Hey, why don't you shut the fuck up? Huh? And he just, he wouldn't get, he wouldn't, he wouldn't engage. He just kept Mm -hmm. like, kind of, he kept his back to me. You know, he was just like still sitting at the bar and I just couldn't get him. I couldn't get him to get, you know, he, he wasn't pissed anymore at my thievery. At having of your stolen valor on the stranger. That's right. Yeah. He, I guess was over it and I was all fired up and he would not engage. So no magic for him that night, but yeah, yeah. but so, that you know, a funny fight. If you're like, I did invent the stranger, and he's like, No, you didn't. <laughs> like, Let's yeah, fight. No, we, just, we just started hitting each other. Yeah. Uh, no, but in that situation, I was fired up, but I didn't like, you know, grab him by his collar and and drag him out onto Colfax. I was mad because he, uh, you know, he pissed me off. But I was able to uh, calm down once I realized, because I thought he want, you know, he was like a drunk guy alone at the bar. Some of those thought guys he wanted were, to fight. Some of, yeah, sometimes they're looking for trouble, and so I thought, all right, I'll uh, give him some. Yeah, <laughs> somebody, somebody, try to restrain me with a belt real quick before I smack this guy. Yeah, but no, nah, but if nothing. Brett Hiker's there. That's what would have happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One time I was tickling. You would have wrecked you. You would have you would have gotten ensnared. Brett, uh, at uh, Sam's bachelor party, in Brett Blackhawk. Yeah, up in Blackhawk, Brett. Uh, Brett was on his back on the floor, drunk, and I was shit talking him, and he chucked a beer can at me, and like busted my lip open. You remember that? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it was just one of those. Oh, yes, I do remember that. Actually, I do. Yeah, it was towards the end of the night, and (laughs) it was it was when uh, uh, I I guess we're not supposed to mention one of our friends by name because he's becoming a lawyer, and so he doesn't want a bunch of uh, incriminating stories on the internet or whatever. But one of our friends was, uh, if you remember, got very drunk. And wanted to wrestle everybody, and so a bad, it was a bad a, boy. 
Yes, a, yeah. a very bad boy friend of ours yeah. um, was 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 partying and was like wrestling, fighting everybody. I, I kept uh, I kept spitting beer in his face, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he uh, around that time I think hiker was was drunk on his back on the floor and i think i either shit talked him or i might have spit beer in his face <laughs> but <laughs> uh yeah he like going for it well man it was sam's bachelor party we had to all know, we, had to, fun. we had to go for it i think uh yeah roger norquist was like on teetering on the edge of sanity in the corner do you remember he was having a he was having a, a rough sounds- trip I don't remember that specifically, but I mean that's pretty on par for Roger. I think there were a few people that took mushrooms and they were, you know, they were intense or whatever. There there were some uh some some scary moments while uh while they were peaking, you know, it was it was a lot. And so that yep. was that was going on as well. And uh yeah, hiker it was just a, a good angle cuz he was on his, you know, I I I didn't expect anything to come of him trying to throw a beer at me on his back, but it just was the right angle or whatever. And he's got those martial skills. (laughs) Yeah. Don't count him out if he's on his back in a fight because he could whip his his belt off. He could chuck a beer at you, whatever, whatever's nearby might end Mm -hmm. up catching you in the face. Fake break a bottle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Makes you make you think that you stabbed yourself somehow. It's got magic on his side. Magic and mind trickery. Uh, that was uh, God. I that was a good bachelor party. You know, that was just a good a bachelor bunch, party. Bunch of dudes just getting fucked up, talking shit. We had that melon in the pool. Oh shit! We haven't even talked about that. Me and Sam haven't brought it up. That yeah, melon ball in the pool. Mel- melon ball was a great time. What a stupid! <laughs> we drove things? off everyone, which was great. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what we wanted. Was the was the pool for ourselves? Get yeah. these kids out of here! Why don't you go lose? Why don't you go lose uh, your kids' tuition money at the tables? Yeah. We got some melon ball to play. <laughs> that ended yeah, we're up lucky being. We didn't get kicked out. <laughs> Yeah, that ended up being like I remember. I don't know who was champion, championing getting a, a a watermelon for the pool, but whoever it was, I was like, "What the? You know, what are you doing? What are what are we doing here?" But a couple minutes in, I was a diehard <laughs> fan. It of It was melon so ball. fun. It's when everybody's mushrooms started kicking in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that was part of it. But even without, it was even still without, it was good, clean fun. It was there, there was something innocent about a bunch of dudes throwing With a melon. watermelon. It when it was like it was like a it it was shaped like a ball. It was yeah, it was like a, a small watermelon, like a like a like a like a, a mini basketball, right? Like a small, like a yeah. big softball, small basketball. Yeah. So a fun like size. like a dodgeball sized. There you go. Melon. That's, yes. And that eventually turned to liquid inside. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that was funny. When it finally broke, it was uh, it was like there was a margarita 
Yeah. With we drank it. <laughs> we drank the fruit of the melon. Yeah, yeah. Churned by uh, fun. Yeah, that was that was a hell of a night for sure. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh I talked about on on a previous episode, I talked about Sam's actual wedding, you know, how much we made fun of how much he cried. Yeah, and then I bullshit wedding. <laughs> I I told them I told them about how uh I think I did acid at his wedding. You know how as as per tradition, you do mushrooms at the bachelor party, acid, acid at, the, at the wedding. But <laughs> uh I uh had to take a little break, you know, from the from the party and I went and like laid down in one of the rooms that we had up at the up in Evergreen mm-hmm. and I was looking at the carpet and the fibers of the carpet looked like little naked people that were just like dancing and like writhing. (laughs) (laughs) And so I felt, I felt like I was, you know, their God, uh, just smiling down upon the populace. And yeah, it was nice. You know, they didn't try to, they didn't try to rise up and kill me. (laughs) They didn't overthrow you. (laughs) No, they were too tiny. Nice. They're just, they're just little carpet fiber people, so they didn't have a whole lot to work with. Yeah, they don't have a military. No, no, they were barely organized. You know, they were all naked and just kind of, just kind of dancing and hanging out with each Giving other. Giving it up to Dionysius. <laughs> they seemed happy. You know, they're pleased. I think they had wine. They had music, obviously, because they were dancing. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of looking down at them with a smile on my face, just celebrating our friend's love, you know? Hell yeah. That was a great wedding. I was not on acid. I was sober. Was sober, but still great. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah, I put off I put off drinking, or I put off quitting drinking because of his wedding, um, <laughs> because I didn't want... I didn't want to regret. Because he would have been a dick about it? I, I think it would have been hard because, like, Megan quit drinking uh, April 1st, and Sam's wedding was June 18th. And so if I would have quit April 1st, it would, you know, it would have been new. It would have mm. felt weird. I think mm. it would have been hard. So, yeah, I might have been a dick. Sure. I might, I might I not have had as much fun. I don't recall you being a dick. Well, because I drank. No, <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't drink a ton, but it it was nice to not have the pressure to not drink just yet. I I waited, and then I think I quit drinking like end of September. So I had a nice had a nice summer where I'm sure I threw up a few times and felt mm-hmm. like dog shit. And it's like, what are you? Why are you still doing and, this? Well. Look at you now. You have three beautiful children. <laughs> Look at me now. What a life I lead. What a life a, you lead. I'm a successful architect. Mm-hmm. I coach I coach my kids soccer league soccer teams. It's a yeah, it's a trip. I live in the suburbs now. Mm-hmm. I'm about to live in kind of a suburb. No. <laughs> A suburb of Colorado Springs? No, no, not really. Okay. Well. It's its own thing. That's true. 
Trinidad. It's a remote town. It's a standalone populace. Have you uh, have you done any shows in Trinidad? Yes, I did the the comedy train festival. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I did that one, and uh, one of the shows was good, and one of the shows was not good. Yeah. The comedian before me in one of the shows went long and broke the microphone. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. And then I had to headline with no microphone. You had to project? I had to project. And obviously I was, you know, transcendent, but <laughs> I was annoyed. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't a, another microphone, but hey. No, man. It's true, Dad. First one mic per venue. One mic. Trinidad has one microphone, and we all share it. Yep, and it's broken now. So thanks, whatever that Albuquerque comic's name was. Blast them. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't remember. I don't even remember if it was an Albuquerque comic. <laughs> let's let's put it on Albuquerque for sure. I put that under your name, Albuquerque. Uh, You're known yeah, for it. There's, there was going to be a, another edition of that festival, but COVID, you know. So maybe you'll come down next year, and you could be a part of it one more time. We'll get you. We'll get you. Sure, a good I'd love to. I'd love to go back down. I had a great time. It was. A, it was a super fun. Um, just like hang. The shows were. Some of them were good, and some of them were bad, but it was just a really fun hangout. Yeah, it was a good hang. Well, you know, Wally and, and Carlos and, and the people that put together that festival got to see how High Plains was run. And High Plains is pretty perfect as far as, like, taking care of the comics, taking care of uh, volunteers and perform, uh, the you know, the help. Uh, the people that are that are working to put the festival on are all, you know, taken care of or court. They're all, you know, on the same page. And that all yeah. is very helpful. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think that helped uh, help the festival, and yeah, uh, yeah hopefully it'll happen twenty twenty one, maybe. I hope so. Yeah, we'll get you down there. Get me down there, you and the rest of the team. Me and me and Creech will get a rickshaw for you, and we'll rickshaw your ass down there. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just singing just singing Ooh. singing the whole time uh Fun. you uh you have a podcast i have a live stream show that's what i have it's oh it, it's a podcast eventually it will be a podcast We're so you, i run so a you don't have episodes that are available to listen to? No, they're available. They're on YouTube. Um, I have a show oh. called Better Than Heroes, which is uh, we live stream, me and some other comedians live stream playing Dungeons and Dragons every Monday night. Every Monday? Mm-hmm. At 7 p.m. Pacific. Come check it out on Twitch at Better Than Heroes. It's fun. It's been a yeah, fun project to do during uh, COVID. 
Yeah, it's got to be nice to have, like, you know, me and Sam doing this podcast has been a lot better than nothing because uh, shows are few and far between. Me and Sam were supposed to go to Arizona together to do laughs, and we canceled because it was like yeah. last you gotta, week. You got to cancel. It's not yeah. time for uh, live stuff. Unfortunately. Yeah, we. Right. Yeah, we would have been indoors for these shows, and it did not sound like a good idea. We were going to drive, but it still wouldn't have been smart to be out there with, you know, with crowds. Uh, Thronging. The whole weekend. It was also right after the election, you know, so that weekend, everybody was kind of very tense. On edge. Me and Case went up to the mountains. Uh Uh-huh. That was a good move. Where'd you go? We went to a fair play, so oh, like okay. kind of near Brackenridge. Yeah. We went up there and just hung out and looked at birds. Did you do a B, uh, Airbnb? Yeah. Yes, we did, and it was a good move to yeah. flee for the hills. Well, yeah, she, uh, Case lives not too far from me, which was, and, and it has been like ground zero for a lot of the anti-police protests. Her neighborhood has just been insane, dude. Yeah. It's been crazy down there. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of people that are trying to either survive. And so they're living, you know, in a tent. A lot Uh, of people living in tent cities, like full on tent cities. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's been kind of a couple that have been moved around Cap Capitol Hill. Uh, yeah, the ones that are right near that were directly near her house are, are gone now. Yeah, we got a bunch of people uh, around the corner from me and Megan. Uh, there's a you know a paid parking lot mm-hmm. that has people around it. You know, not really in it, but all around it, and uh, they're. They're hanging out. So yeah, it's probably trying, I'm going to try and bring some stuff over to them. I think since we're moving, I figure, you know, maybe I get rid of some of my 18 hoodies or whatever. And yeah, it's going to get cold. It's a good move. It's a good move. Well, yeah. And then all of a sudden some dude, you know, that lives in a tent looks like he did high planes. <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. look, <laughs> I got an alumnus. <laughs> what happens when somebody quits comedy yeah you just (laughs) yeah you gotta pass out all your hoodies and your lanyards that's right (laughs) (laughs) it would take it would take a lot of lanyards for someone to be able to survive the winter but if you (laughs) i can eat a lot of i can eat a lot of lanyards well yeah i guess you know you you eat uh you eat the clasp and then you eat the the neck band and then, and then you got you the eat. actual pass and, and the laminate. Rich. And then you eat the rich, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the end goal, uh, yeah. Uh but yeah, it's been it has been crazy around here. Uh Megan and I probably would have moved to Trinidad either way, but it has uh, not been fun to live right across the street from a police department. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, it sucks. But yeah, so what you and Case did is what 
Megan and I are doing, but forever. Forever. You're going Instead to go of, make a life. When I guess uh, it can be weird down in Trinidad because they have a jail. And then, uh, you know, so people are released from that jail all the time. And they have to, like, get back to Albuquerque or wherever, <laughs> you know, somewhere nearby. So there's a lot of people coming and going. And I'll, I'm interested to see what they get into. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people just kind of hanging out. I, I read that there was uh, on Facebook this dude said that he just got jumped a few nights ago by a couple of guys. And I was like, ooh, mean streets of Trinidad. Damn. So it sounds that like stinks. Sounds like I'll have to walk the streets at night handing You'll get out to fight. That's you right. Fighty boy. <laughs> You'll get to throw hands with strange men. Yeah, two at a time. I'll let you know how that goes. Uh, but yeah, so you got, you got the better than heroes plug out there. Anything else that you want to plug? Not really, man. Just watch better than heroes every Monday night at seven Pacific. Watch our stuff on YouTube. Look us up. Yeah. It's you and Andrew Orvidal and Jordan Dahl Mm -hmm. and Rachel Weeks and Rachel and our DMs, our friend Harlan Kelly. Yeah, he's not a comedian, but this great DM. When uh, the la- last month, I went down to Trinidad with Jordan, and we did a couple shows. And he was on his iPad drawing some yeah. uh, some of the characters. I think he was drawing Jared Logan's uh, yeah, yeah, character. Yeah. So yeah, we just had him on. Yeah, and well, yeah, it, it turned out great. He's he's really great at, at drawing. Yeah, he does all our art. It's the best. But yeah, while while he was doing that uh, during the day, a couple different times, he he would be drawing, and then I was on my phone doing a paint by numbers <laughs> app on the phone. That's fun. Yeah, That's well, cute. yeah, it's fun in a very stupid, uh, mindless way. That cute. I told I told Megan it felt like. Jordan was my dad and he was like, you know, an artist. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like daddy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm painting too. You want to be like Papa. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you know, they, Jordan tried to see if I could, uh, you know, do anything athletic or work with my hands. And that was not the case. <laughs> He's like, all right, paint by numbers, you little idiot. <laughs> We'll no, he was can. nice. He's like, don't eat, don't eat your phone. Just play on it. Don't eat your father. <laughs> don't eat your phone. Hold your phone. And speaking of holding the phone, uh, we've got a great sponsor called holdthephone.tv. Oh. Uh, check that out when you get a chance, Aaron. There's all kinds of great oh. opportunities to watch live comedy. Okay. Uh, on your phone or on your computer, on, on your my iPad. mobile, so I can use my mobile device. Uh, yeah, I think most mobile devices will get you holdthephone.tv. Uh, they've got shows like uh, Hot Tub uh, with Kristen wow. Schaal and Kurt Braunohler. They've got uh, well, hey girl, well, hey, yeah, hey, yeah uh, hey girl with Matt Bronger and Kyle Kinane is a, a part of that as well. And uh, so, yeah, they, they've got shows a few times a week uh, right there. Well, if, well, if my B. 
<laughs> yeah. If you can imagine it, uh, there's comedy on the internet, and uh, some of it's good. So People are using uh, the internet in all sorts of ways, not just for racism anymore or pornography. It's not just for death threats and jerking it. It is uh, just a treasure trove of opportunity and information. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, some, some quality comedy coming at you every week on holdthephone.tv. Uh, also, uh, tomorrow, this is going to air, uh, this is going to be available Wednesday, tomorrow, uh, in our world. But for those of you listening, Wednesday, you can uh, check out me and Sam on a show, the, the Bale Comedy Show. You, you guys know about it. It's uh, BaleComedyShow.com. It's a free show, but you got to go on there to get the link for the uh, stream. And uh, there's a bunch of great comics that are going to be on that show. Uh, in, an I, in an online program? It, this is an online comedy show, yeah. This is a different website, but the same idea as what's going on at HoldThePhone.tv. Wow. You can go to BaleComedyShow.com. You can watch. Uh, me and Sam are going to do a uh, tag team segment uh, for some reason. I guess, you know, the, the host, Mark Masters, is a fan of the pod. And so he asked nice. if we would do a quick set together. So we're going to try to make that work. Uh, hopefully Sam's lawyer can get him a phone or a mobile device uh, while he is in jail. Uh, uh, you know, he's waiting to be put before a judge. And um, be doable. He can trade it, right? <laughs> yeah, he'll probably uh, he'll probably have to jerk off somebody who has access to a phone. And then uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna try and do uh, something fun for a few minutes as a part of that show. But uh, it is a great lineup. Caleb Sinan is on there. Laurie oh, Kilmar, sweet Caleb. Ah. Yeah. I don't know why sweet. I turned into an old Jewish man. Sweet, because I am one. Caleb. You are quick becoming an old Jewish man. I am. Uh, Caleb. <laughs> you haven't yeah. called in so long. What a good boy. <laughs> Very good boy. A uh, bunch of good boys and good uh, good girls on good this uh, Gail show. Boys. So, uh, yeah, hopefully some of you will check that out. Uh, again, that's Thursday evening. Uh, I believe it's like 5.30 mountain time for our mountainous friends. And uh, yeah, don't forget about Better Than Heroes too. That sounds fun. Uh, I am... Uh, Check it out. Not, I'm not into d and I get it. B&B, booze and butts. Um, but d and sounds have, fun. You too. can do both. Oh, okay. Uh, can... I, yeah, I don't drink booze anymore. I just smell it, but... Uh, mm-hmm. What about butts? You drink it those? takes me back. I look at butts and I smell booze, and I drink Ovaltine and I eat butts. You know, we're nice. back where we started. But uh, one hand washes the other. That's right, and because <laughs> that one hand was just jerking it. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, we didn't talk too much about uh, shitting our pants, but we got some jerking off material in there. A little bit. So Look at <laughs> uh, you're not talking to such a lewd boy. I'm good. Yeah, it was nice to talk to someone who isn't a complete piece of literal shit. 
And uh, I think Sam and I think Sam's <laughs> going to be uh, recording an episode with Dave Borey uh, for Friday. So this is this will come oh, out. Sweet. Uh, yeah. So this will come out Wednesday, and then Sam will uh, try to top us. We'll go uh, head to head. That's right. Four Let's all do an episode together. Four that's of the biggest next. heads in the biz. Yeah, yeah. We could have a meeting of the minds. The four boys. That sounds we could, fun. We could, uh, maybe we could play, maybe not D&D. We could play something else. Yeah. The four of us. We could I mean, play if Go you guys want to play D&D, we can, but no, I, wasn't, I, don't say, wanna, I wasn't suggesting that. I don't want to step on your toes. I wouldn't be stepping on our toes, but... It could be the four of us playing uh, Yahtzee or Stratego. No, Stratego is one-on-one. Two, two, two people for Stratego. Yeah, we could. I mean, any of that stuff or just or just hang out. Yeah, let's just hang out. Let's just do... We could do a mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> do a what? It's where you eat a bunch of food, but it's called a mukbang, which is hilarious. Mukbang? Oh yeah, We're, yeah. We uh, we are overdue for some dim sum. That's about Dude. what I miss. Yes, I miss more than anything. I want dim sum with like eight of us. Me too, man. Share, sharing everything, you know, just spinning the giant table and spin it. I miss I like it. The, the whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing spins. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I, I do miss that. Hopefully, we can shove a bunch of uh, food into our gross faces. Uh, It'll happen. Soon. We'll all make it through this, and we'll celebrate. A, yeah, we will have a mukbang to end all mukbangs. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks for uh, talking to me, bro. Thanks for having me. Young Thank Todd. you. Thank you, little cholo. <laughs> The the people know about Lil Emil. We talked about him. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, we, Lil Emil. That's so we nice. did. <laughs> yeah, we kept his memory alive. He's around. Oh yeah, you've got him. I've got him. And he's in. Is he in your car? He's in my car. Oh, perfect. Jesus is my co-pilot, and Lil Emil is my drug mule. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Emil. Well, for little Emil and for Aaron and for me, this is uh, Nathan Lund saying thank you, Becker. Thank you, uh, Mutiny Information Cafe. Thank you, Trinidad. And uh, thank you, you, for listening. Like, share, and subscribe. Uh, get on our Patreon if you want even more chubby, chubby content. You get an, ex- uh, an extra episode per week for only $5 a month. So uh, please consider uh, becoming a chubby chaser via patreon.com and uh yeah tune into whatever bullshit sam and david end up doing on friday they'll probably sam will probably freestyle rap way too much and david will chuckle embarrassingly <laughs> <laughs> Ch- well not that makes it sound like they, uh, that makes it sound like david's chuckling is, is embarrassing but no uh David will be David chuckle, comma, embarrassed. In an embarrassing fashion, an embarrassed nope. fashion. Jesus yes. Christ. All right, time for, my, time for my pill. We're going to uh, go my, read the AP style guide. My foot is swelling up, but uh, I got to get some water in me. But yeah, uh, thanks, Aaron, and thanks all of y'all. Thank take, take care, wipe your ass, chew your food. <laughs>